Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? All right, welcome to another episode of hockey-related anxieties and more, hosted by Andrew Haas, with Tyler Dual, who will be stopping by, and potentially some special guests who are, like, my friends. They're not really that special. They're not really guests. Come on. But tonight, we've got a special thing, as we are going to be covering the 2020 NHL Entry Draft. So we'll be co- covering the first round of this year's draft, picks 1 to 30 round 1. We'll be having our quote-unquote live-ish reaction. What the heck? There was just this weird commercial where a turtle jumped at this guy's face and it was just doing something to his face. It was just like sticking there. It was so weird. But, oh, well. So come look forward to this NHL entry draft tonight. We'll have coverage. We'll also talk about trades that happen because we've got some good trades, some bad Minnesota Wild trades. Again, I haven't seen bad Wild trades before in a while. Just kidding, I've seen them, like, last night, and the night before, and the night before, and the night before, and the night before. There's been a lot of weird Minnesota Wild trades. But we'll also see who will the Jets take? Who will the the late Kings take? Kings Lake? Who will the LA Kings take? I don't know. Anyways, we'll see what happens on this episode of Hockey-Related Anxieties and more. Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? All right, so the draft is about to begin, and Tyler DeVal is still has still not texted me. We'll wait until that. So, of course, we'll just go into the details about trades to start off with. Um, draft begins, of course. Yep, that's fun. So let's go to Cap Friendly to just bring the details of the past three trades that have happened recently. Of course, I've talked about the not I want players, I want trades. So, the, a bunch of different trades have happened. We'll start with the Ottawa Senators. They acquired Josh, Joshua Brown, or Josh Brown, from the Florida Panthers for a 2024th round pick, number 95 overall. Then the Chicago Blackhawks make a trade with the LA Kings. The Blackhawks acquire Brad Morrison, for, and the LA Kings acquire Ole Mata. And the Blackhawks retain 18.4% of that contract, which is nice for them. And... Then another trade happened. This one was a bit more interesting. So the Minnesota Wild acquire a 2021 third-round pick, which was Pittsburgh's, for, to, and, they tr- and they get that from the San Jose Sharks, and the Sharks acquire Ryan Donato. So that's a pretty good deal for them. Another trade between the Wild and the Sharks. This one, the Minnesota Wild acquire a 2022 fifth-round pick from, Min- from San Jose, and the Sharks acquire Devin Dubnik and a 2022 seventh-round pick. Um, what? 
That is a horrible trade. Even if Devin Dubnik isn't that good, he's still good. Now, the Wild do retain 50% of that contract, so either the Sharks think something's going on with him or the Wild think he's going to be bad, so therefore they're trying to get rid of him. But otherwise, that's an interesting trade. And then the trade that happened today was the Montreal Canadiens acquire RFA Josh Anderson and the Columbus Blue Jackets acquire Max Domi, who's an RFA, and a 2023rd round pick, which was Montreal's, which is number 78 overall this year, which is quite interesting and fascinating. So what we are going to do is when Tyler comes back, which will be any second now, I'm just going to send him another text message. Check your Gmail. I'll send you the link. Okay, so I'll just wait for him to get on. But how we're going to do this is we're going to turn on the – we're going to pause the recording, then we're going to come back on when the pick is ready. Now, when the pick is ready, that's when we'll say when the pick is ready. I don't know. Well, you'll you'll see what's going to happen. We might get some special guests to come in. I mean, it is like a three-hour thingy. Thingy. Three-hour draft. So we'll see how it goes. So remember – Jets are picking 10th this year, and that's a pretty good pick. Top 10. Now, just to remind you guys, the Jets were the team, the placeholder team. That was the NHL team. Ah, That makes me super upset. So those are the trades. We will be back. Rangers with the first overall pick. We'll have analysis. I'll have analysis. Potentially, Tyler will have analysis when that happens. We will see you then. Well, it'll be like right now for all of you, but we'll see when that happens. That'll be like 20 minutes for me, zero seconds for you. So, currently it seems like the Rangers are going to take Lafreniere because he's the best player, obviously. But whoever's – but then for second overall with other teams – it's going to be Stutzel or Byfield, which are two good players. Other than that, I don't know. I think the Jets are going to take the best player available, but we'll see. We will see what happens. Who will be traded? As I said earlier, who will the Jets pick? Who will the Devils take? We'll see on the 2020 NHL first round of the 2020 NHL draft. Okay, so we're back. The pick is not in yet, but surprisingly, the Rangers have had five minutes to discuss, and now we are at 47 seconds left for the Rangers to make their selection this year in the draft, first overall. I believe the Rangers have two picks this year. For some reason, I guess they have five minutes until they draft, or I'm not sure. All I know is that the Rangers also bought out the contract of Henrik Lundqvist, who is sad. Let's take a look at the past five. Pick is in here. The pick is in. And now, okay, past five drafts, Connor McDavid in 2015, Austin Matthews in 2016, Nico Heesha in 2017, Rasmus Dahlin in 2018, and Jack Hughes in 2019. Notice how the players start to get worse and worse after every year. Now, Tyler Dulao, unfortunately, for some reason, is not able to be here.
and Jeff Ward, I believe, will make the pick now. Jeff Gordon. And the pick is... Alexi Lafreniere is the Rangers pick. Lafreniere is first overall. He's got a fancy setup with all his family, I'm assuming, over there at his house, in his place. So Lafreniere's pick first overall. He's selected first overall by the Rangers. Statistics in 2019 while playing for the Ruski Oceanic. 52 games played, 35 goals, and 112 points. Pretty good. He was born October 11th in 2001, and he's 193, and he, and he weighs 193 pounds. He's six foot one. Played in the QMJHL, or as I like to call it, played in the Q as a Ranger, and he that that's so that's good. Of course, now I'm getting notifications. Sportsnet. I should probably close this. Now here's Lafreniere. Of course, he here's a strength, hockey IQ, compete level, room to improve, quickness, and shot selection. Franchi- NHL potential is a franchise forward or centerman or left or winger, and he's comparable to Jonathan Huberdeau. Why did I just say that like that? It's Jonathan Huberdeau. Of course, the Kings are currently on the cock, so... Uh, Ramuski Oceanic have had a couple first overall picks. La- Vinny, Vinny Lacavalier, Sidney Crosby, and Alexi Lafreniere. So LA Kings are on the clock for the second overall pick. Very interesting. We'll be back for the Kings to make their selection. Of course, I'm also going to try to get some good some guests on at some point. So we'll try to do that. Of course, Tyler still hasn't responded to me. He seems to have um, ignored me by answering my calls and then hanging up on me. So that's what you're doing, Tyler. It's not funny. Uh, so that's so. McDavid is the highest point per game player since in draft year since 2005. These players are Connor McDavid, 2.55, Patrick Kane, 2.20, 2.5, and they took away the clock. We'll be back for the Kings' second overall pick. The pick is in. For the Kings, the pick is in. Uh, top two picks in franchise history. We've had Drew Doughty, Jimmy Carson, Doug Smith, and their only first overall pick was Rick Pat Gnuti. Pat Gnuti. NHL after. So now the pick number two in the draft this year. Rob, and now they're picking. And their selection is Quentin Byfield is the second overall pick. And they're having a bit of a celebration back at his house with all his family. It's fun. He seems like he's got a Bobby Orr jersey. So... Born in Newmarket, Ontario, Canada. Let's give you Quinn Byfield stats. This year, he's six foot four and he's two hundred fifteen pounds. So he's got a t- a big frame. He's wearing his bow tie there. Of course, he played for Sudbury in the OHL. And this last year in 2019-20, in forty five games in the OHL, he put up thirty two goals and eighty two points. So he's a pretty good player. He's a centerman, which is a very valuable player. Of course, 
Kings picked him second overall this year, and he looks like he might be pretty good. So family's got NHL balloons and streamers, and it looks like they've got a Bobby Orr thingy in the back. Strength for Quinton Byfield is his size, hands, and creativity. He's got some room to improve on his physicality and face-offs, and he's got the potential to be a franchise center, and he's been, and he can be compared to Evgeny Malkin. Of course, he's got this weight to just drive the offense, drive the for, drive the force of a game with his phys- with physicality, argue, arguably with his large frame. The thing I like about Quinn Byfield is how he's still able to skate even with that large frame of his at six foot four and two hundred fifteen pounds. So. Look for Quinton Bife, and he's got a good toolkit, according to The Athletic. Of course, congratulations to Quinton Byfield. Ottawa Senators are on the clock for the third overall pick. I'll be back to update you on that pick. All right, so the pick is not in yet, but I would just like to say the Senators have changed their logo, and they're going to reveal their new snazzy jersey. Then the pick is in. The pick is in for the Senators. It's going to be presented right now. In 2018, they took Brady Kachuk fourth overall. Top five picks in franchise history. They've had some interesting players. That's all we'll say. All I know, the last time they picked third overall was in, oh, what year was that in? Um, 1904. 1904. 1994, when they took somebody who had the last name Bonk. No, I'm serious. Bonk. Why would you have a name like that? Anyways, Senators are going to make their pick and reveal their jersey, kind of like the Jets did in 2011. It's pretty sick. So at this point, I'm going to assume that Tyler's being mean to me, and he's not going to take the... What is this? Ooh, someone's calling me. Oh, okay. I'm just in the middle of recording. I'll call you right back in just a second, and I'll send you the link. Do I need to turn on the TV? Yep. Um, it's just Jeopardy. Yeah, and you're right now. You're just kind of being a little bit embarrassing. And the pick is Tim Stutzel, everybody. Tim Stutzel taken for the Ottawa Senators. I'm just gonna hang up on you. And the let's give you the stats for Tim Stutzel. Born in someplace in Germany that I cannot pronounce. January fifteenth. Born January 15th, 2002. He's 6'1". He weighs 187 pounds. He played for Mannheim in Germany. And he got 41 games, 7 goals, 34 points. This guy is a really, really, really good playmaker. Now, my friend Adam, shout out Adam Narvey, is going to join us today for this episode. So Tim Stutzel's a really good player, and I like him a lot. Uh, so look forward to Tim Stutzel for all you Sens fans. So that's what I think about Stutzel. Stutzel's a good player. I'm just waiting for Sportsnet to show what their comparisons for Stutzel is. He's a left wing. I feel like he has the potential to be somewhat like a center. And so I'm just sending it to my friend Adam, who was on a FaceTime call, and now he is calling me back. 
Adam, don't tell me you don't have Zoom. I don't have Zoom. Oh my god. Can you download it? How, how quick is it to download? I don't know. I don't know how long it takes. Where do you download it from? Um, I think you can download it online. I mean... Yeah, you can go on a Zoom website. So, of course, strength, skating, passing, he's got, he, he needs to improve it. Strength, D-zone, cover, D-zone and coverage. He's got a potential to be a first-line winner, and he can be compared to Patrick Kane. We'll be back for the Detroit Red Wings with their fourth overall pick. And then so, what? now my friend Adam is here, actually, which is, which is quite fascinating. Adam Narvey's here. Shout out, Adam Narvey. Hi. Of course, so three picks this year have been made. So, of course, Lafreniere went first overall. Uh, Byfield went second overall. And Stutzel went third overall. What do you think of those? Well, I think we all knew that uh, Alexis Lafreniere was going to be locked at first. And I'm not surprised oh. that pick was going to be made. Uh, Quinton Byfield, I think, is a great player. Again, pretty much locked at second. Do not know who Schutzel is. So Tim Stutzel. I like Tim Stutzel. I think he's going to be really good. But yeah, I think he's going to be good. Of course you do, Adam. But yeah. actually, um, before we go back into the Red Wings when they make their pick, so I was talking to Adam today, asking him if he wanted to come on and any point to come on to our live episode. And he said, no, I can't. And I said, the draft's like two hours. And he said, I can't come on for any two hours. And I asked why, and he said, I'll be having dinners. So I'm thinking, you have two-hour dinners? Or suppers, I guess? <laughs> that's, a bit ex- that's a bit extreme, is what I was thinking. And um, Andrew, after Andrew, the you, Wings so make their pick, go, uh, who do you think is going to go forward? Honestly, I have no idea. I think the Red Wings have a bunch of options that they could take. Shout out Steve Eisenman. Eisenman's the, Red, the GM of the Red Wings, and he was picked fourth overall by the Red Wings, who are picking fourth this year. I mean, they have some great picks in the past. Just, like, looking the pick at- is in! The pick is in! Oh, what is it? We will see. There's many options the Red Wings could go for. They could go for a well, defenseman. Left, I wonder what, what league do you think? I bet you they're probably going to pick... My guess would be they pick from WHL. But I think they might go... There's two players. I think they'll go with Cole Perfetti or the defenseman who I forgot who played for Erie Otters. I forgot his name. Yeah. <laughs> so that's helpful. And now Steve Eiserman, apparently he was in contact with someone. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Be quiet for a second. And the pick? And it is Lucas Raymond. I, I, I really like I really like how they have the the view of what they look like from home. I mean, this co- in this COVID time, yes. it's very hard to yeah, do that. A pick that I expected them to take. What Honestly, like last year, they go with a guy who I I did not know they would take. Last yeah. year, they took, uh, what's his old? Well, I can't remember what his name is. But this guy, let's give you the stats. Birthplace, Gothenburg, Sweden. Is that a real place? He was born on March 28, 2002. He's 5'11". He's 170 pounds. He played for Fulanda HC in Sweden. And he's and last year, 33 games, 4 goals, 10 points. Pretty good player. I also think it's very interesting because he isn't like the typical left-wing guy that you normally see. 
normally on the left wing, they want a, like a bigger guy who can fight the net battles. But they actually go with a smaller guy. I think that's going to be a smart decision so that they can have some speed and have him zip up the left wing. And I also think with Detroit Red Wings not been playing that well recently, this could maybe boost their – with this good pick, maybe they could boost their – Just try to find the prospect rankings here because I'm pretty sure that that this guy, uh, Lucas Random, strengths, skating and playmaking, he's got room to improve on his size and strength. He's got a potential to be a first-line winger, and he's comparable to Mitch Marner. So, actually, um, in European skaters, on the overall rank, Raymond was ranked fourth overall final ranking. Wait. Yep. That's final ranking for, Why do you share your screen? for European players. Well, no one's going to see it because it's a podcast, but he was ranked fourth for European players. Can you see? Sure, I'll share my screen here. Actually, we're just going to stop the recording now. Oh! Wait, Ottawa will be picking fifth overall in just under five, four minutes. We'll resume the recording here, and we have resumed the recording. Adam, tell us how, what the heck you did to your poor finger. Well, if you really want to know, I was cutting a scallion, and my knife slipped, and they cut off this tiny piece of my finger. That does not sound very good. So no. Adam's birthday was the other day. I gave everybody your iMessage, but then I deleted it. So, yeah. how, what did you get for your birthday? I got a gaming setup. Pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I don't game, so just yeah. that I won't. We won't. We won't go into any details whatsoever about that at all. Yeah. So, Andrew. Oh, interesting. The Ottawa Senators. This is their first time ever picking fifth in franchise history. Is now, that- that's very interesting because. Like, you'd think that they'd have pretty good range, especially with audio be- Ottawa being a pretty fluctuating team. But it's actually very interesting that they never had that fifth-round pick. I also actually could have had the number one and the number two overall pick this year. But instead, the Senators, in three straight years, have been last, or close to last, and in every year, they've dropped as far down as they possibly could. Yeah, 2018? I, I, I honestly think that Ottawa might go with, like, Based on their current skill set right now, I think they need a bigger guy. I think they might go with... Players right now are very quick, but they're not very... um. They've got... I think they want a guy... I think the Ottawa Senators are going to go with the player. Of course, they took Tim Stutzel, who I like, and they've got a nice core. So I think it's possible. I'm uh, not... I also almost wonder if they could go for a goalie here. I don't think they're going to go for a goalie, but I could see it entirely possible. And the pick is in if they went for a scare off. I honestly think this could go any way here. Like, I, 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 I agree with you. I think it could go for any way. I think it's going to be a North American player, though. Yeah, Ottawa's just a really bad team. So. Ottawa's a good well, team. Not a really bad team, but they just, they, they're still lacking in some places. So They're a prospect team. They're going to be a good team in the future. They've got 13 picks in this okay, draft. Okay. Now we have to go quiet so we can... Watch it draw. Here's Pierre Dorian with the pick. And the pick is? Tim Stutza. Great pronunciation, Tim Dorian. It's whatever your name is. Pierre Dorian. So they go with Jake Sanderson. 
Who um He actually ranks fairly low on the Big Sanderson. He's fourth defenseman. I'm sorry. But his midterm rank his midterm rank, which is interesting, was eleven. And I Big was Sanderson is ended the up def- going with a bigger guy. And the nice thing is this guy is from coming from off of the USA hockey program. So the US, U eighteen hockey program is one of the best college hockey programs in the world. So this year he got in forty seven games played, seven goals, twenty nine assists, twenty nine assists, twenty nine points in total. Jake Sanderson, a lot of interesting picks this year. Um, not a lot a couple of upsets for back to back picks since Adam has been on the show, which leaves arguably better players for the Jets to take this year. Ah so Sanderson was ranked below Jamie Drysdale, which tells me something that the Senators see something good in this player. And he's a defenseman. I was kind of thinking to myself, I think Senators are going to take a defenseman. Some of the strengths of this player is skating, gap control. He needs some room to improve on his shot and his strength. He has the potential to be a top two defenseman in this in the NHL. He's pretty comparable to a player like Ryan Suter. Nice defensive guy. I don't see where you're seeing this, Andrew. What do you mean? Where are you finding all these stats? Where it says on the side on Sportsnet. What am I on? I don't know. What are you on? <laughs> Let's see. I am on... Can you angle your camera? At West. I'm on... So, of course, Anaheim is on the clock now. We'll be back for that pick to be analyzed. Whenever it lets me um pause the recording. And I can pause the recording. Okay, we started recording again. And hello, everybody who thinks that I'm a complete idiot right now. So, Adam, entertain people while I go get a computer charger. Okay, one thing that I think is very good about this pick, like I said, is that he is from the USA U18 team, which is known to be a very good team. Uh, he's a bigger player in terms of height, like six foot two. That's going to be pretty good for their defensive line. And I think he's going to fit in really well. Honestly, um, and it's nice. It's probably nice for him because he doesn't have to um, move to Canada, so he gets to stay uh, where he is. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, you wonder what who Anaheim's gonna pick. I mean, they could really go for anyone. They could. They're probably gonna go for Cole Perfetti, but um, yeah. So if Perfetti drops, I feel like the Jets should take him. That would be a steal. But honestly, while we're here, I feel what like... Have a couple what, what pick was LA? Pardon? What pick was LA? LA was second overall this year. Okay. San Jose would have been third, but they traded for Carlson. That went well for them. I'm just going to open Cap Friendly to give you the Anaheim Ducks inside look. Ah! All right, so let's give you the Ottawa this trade for the that gave Ottawa the pick. So the Senators acquire Dylan DeMello, Chris Tierney, Rudolph Balzer, Josh Norris, 2020 for conditional first round pick, which ended up being number three, Tim Stutzel, conditional 20 a conditional 2021 second round pick from San Jose, a 2019 second round pick, conditional second round pick, and a conditional first round pick. And the Sharks acquired Eric Carlson and Francis Perron. Yeah, I mean obviously. 
I'd say that the shark. I think that they that trade went looking like that trade. Did it, I mean Carlton? I'd say is probably worth like half of that trade alone. And then when you also get um, Francis Perron too, like those are two great players. And I think that. I mean, well, Ottawa might have got the better of that trade. I still think San Jose got a pretty good chunk. I feel like San Jose can rebound. As we're about to get the pick here, almost, the pick is not quite in. As for the Ducks, they've got a lot of different players. But I think that the Ducks are going to go with the player who's ranked higher. As they're going to – as they've um, – there's a bunch of different players that they've got. You see Domi got traded? Interesting, yeah. Max Domi traded. To the Blue Jackets. And that's going to be very interesting here. The Anaheim Ducks are coming very – oh, no, never mind. Pick is in. The pick is in. It's a while. Andrew. But the pick is now in. Go back. Go back to the 2020 draft prospect. Oh, yeah. All right. Back to draft prospect. No, I honestly – again, another team where I honestly think this could go either way. And now the pick. Draft Here we go. Bill Murray will make the pick for the Anaheim Ducks. Oh, no. They're doing a whole thing. Oh, no. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, God. You should have seen what the Senators did. They had, like, a Jeopardy show. This is unprofessional. It should just be straight to the pick. This is unprofessional. <laughs> Can you get to the point? But yet the pick isn't in because I don't see it. And here it is. Anaheim Ducks select. Jamie Drysdale. Jamie Drysdale, who was ranked above Jake Sanderson, who was taken after Jake Sanderson. Let's give you the statistics for Jake Sanderson. Born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, April 8, 2002. He was 5'11", and he's 175 pounds. Last year, he played for Erie in the OHO. And as a defenseman, in 49 games, he put up nine goals and 47 points. Doesn't he kind of look like an older version of a young Finn Wolfhard in the Stranger Things season one? Sort of, yes. Now, what one thing that I think is very interesting about this is that it seems to be interesting, interesting to know because he is a smaller defenseman. Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just saying he is But so is Sanderson. Actually, Sanderson is pretty good. Sanderson. So, so Sanderson. I, I mean, it's... <laughs> Interesting to see how it turns out. Maybe we'll see a two-way defenseman who plays forwards and defenseman. We don't know. Like maybe we'll see a Bufflin where he plays forwards and defenseman. Like we don't know. I think that Drysdale is going to be a very good player. As he was born in Toronto, those darn Toronto Maple Leaf fans. Uh, his strengths are skating and his hockey IQ. He has some room to improve on his physicality, and he could be a top-two defenseman in the NHL. Is and they're, they're and he's a good them. comparison to Kale McCarr, who I picked in the preseason to win the Calder Trophy. I mean, there's actually quite a big gap between McCarr and Hughes. I can't believe okay, the funny thing is they actually say room to improve physicality. I know. That's actually a bit funny. But it's actually it's very interesting because like being compared to Kale McCarr is a very good thing. Like the, if you're being McCarr's compared a good to McCarr, that is like very, very high praise. As he for a new great player, and if you're being compared to him, I feel like that means that they maybe think you'll have very good potential. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, now it is the New Jersey Devils who are on the clock. What do you think about the Devils? The Devils. We've got a de- sorry, sorry, Adam. We've got a Devils. We've got a fa- friend who's a Devils fan. Shout out Malcolm Woolley. He's um an interesting person, very interesting character. You have to cut that out. You can't say his full name. Person. He's a Devils fan. He loves PK Subban. Let's say that's Andrew. Andrew, stop. Let's try that again. You can't say his full name. Let's shout out Malcolm. I say everybody's full name. You can't say your full name. Actually, a lot of people ask me to shout them out. So shout out Brooke Palace. Oh my God. Nice person. Shout out Maddie Staller, who's also a nice person. And shout out Rylan Pork, who's a nice person. And shout out 7-2. We're in grade 7. Shout out our grade 7 class. 7-2. That's our core. Shout out all those kids. Shout out and, all the great stuff. And, and rest in peace, Tyler. And now it is a commercial break. Be here today. It's a commercial <laughs> break. Yeah, a, this podcast is commemorate Tyler Dolal for not showing up to the podcast. For <laughs> not showing up. He's just like, <laughs> he answers my call and then he just hangs up. And now I'm going to have something to say to him tomorrow at school. Oh, yes. he better run. Guys, everybody, everybody, when you download this, and when you're reading this part, from now on, you have to start um, chanting, Tyler DeLal does not show up. Tyler DeLal, suck. Like, and Tyler DeLal, suck. You'd get that joke if you listen to the podcast often. We'll be back for the devil's pick. We'll be yeah, back. Right now we-